If you're an artist and you're looking to find more peace and inspiration in your life, I'm going to show you how today by learning to meditate on scripture here today on 5-Minute Mentoring. Welcome to The Thriving Christian Artist, the podcast where we help artists thrive spiritually, artistically, and in business from a kingdom perspective. I'm Matt Tama, your host. Let's get started. Well, hey, my friend, so glad that you're with me today here on 5-Minute Mentoring. Listen, I think all of us as creatives are always looking for more inspiration and always wanting to walk in more and more peace, especially that peace that passes understanding, all understanding that God promises us as his children. But you know, sometimes the things that God promises are not actually, that he promises us are not actually the things that that we're walking in in our life. And there can be a disconnect that can really bring a lot of frustration in your life. But when you learn how to actually start walking in the things that the Bible promises us, as God's children, as restored sons and daughters. Guess what? Life gets a whole lot better. (laughs) And I'm going to show you how to do that today as we talk about um, learning to meditate on Scripture. So here's the interesting thing. You know, as I've learned all about renewing my mind over the years and coming into agreement with, with what God says and out of agreement with what the enemy says and what my past has tried to define for me and that sort of thing, I learned along the way about this part of our mind called the reticular activating system. And the easiest way that I always try to describe this is uh, is, is using a, a car buying analogy. Ever been to buy a car and you think, man, I'm about to get the best car. It's so unique in this color. Nobody's got it. I mean, it's so great. And you you go and you sign the dotted line and you you get the car and you drive out of the parking lot and immediately... On the way home, what starts to happen? Well, what starts to happen is you start seeing, oh, there's another one of those cars, and there's one just like mine, and oh my gosh, there's three. And uh, you see 10 cars, right, <laughs> on the way home that look exactly like yours. What what in the world happened? Well, your reticular activating system in your brain got triggered, and the car buying process for you and, and looking at those cars and that sort of thing and the, the emotion that was was connected to that, guess what? Your brain started saying, hey, this is important. Your subconscious started saying, hey, start looking for more things like this because Matt thinks this is really important. We want to start you know, awakening our senses to find more things like this so he'll feel great. You know, your, your body and your mind, the way God designed you, is designed to keep you safe, to keep you feeling good. And it does things uh, in, in a way that will try to keep you feeling good and try to keep you safe the best way it knows how. Sometimes it's in a healthy way and sometimes it's not. And interestingly enough, when you begin to get in a negative pattern of thinking in your life, that status quo, if you will, actually communicates to your subconscious to say, this is normal. This is okay. This is what we want more of. This is what we want to look for. This is what we want to determine and judge everything by so that we can keep Matt safe, so that we can keep you safe within the status quo, because anything beyond that would be deemed as really dangerous and potentially something that would um, you know, harm you. And so interestingly enough, when people are always talking about think outside the box and dream and all this kind of stuff, your subconscious actually can be one of the biggest roadblocks to that because... It's not learned that those things are safe. They're outside of the status quo. They're outside of normal. And so your brain, your body, your emotions will do everything it can to stop you 
many times from pursuing those things. Why? Because they don't, your, your internal framework doesn't want you to step outside what is known. Well, there's this interesting process that the Bible says that, you know, brings transformation in our life in Romans 12 too, which is transforming, you know, be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Well, guess what? <laughs> to, to experience the transformation, you got to start changing the way you think. Well, how do you do that in a way that doesn't rip out your insides, in a way that doesn't, you know, become this huge, crazy process? Well, one of the ways is learning to meditate on scripture. Because whatever you focus on, on, you know, in your mind and whatever you're focusing on in the external world, those things get magnified inside your internal world. Your subconscious begins to believe that those things are important. We need to begin to look for more things like that. We need to begin to raise our awareness of those things. I think it's such a beautiful confirmation, if you will, of scripture, of of how God designed us and how he also encourages us in in Romans through Paul to, to renew our mind and to experience transformation by changing the way that we think, learning to turn this internal framework to one that aligns with the truth of God's word. Well, what does that have to do with peace and inspiration? Listen, everything has everything to do with it because once you learn to align with God's word, once you begin to focus on his word, guess what? That is what begins to be magnified in your internal world. World, And, and you know, the word of God is alive and active, sharper than any two-edged sword. It does not return void. So it's actually doing work inside of you, but it's also giving you a new picture of what's possible, a new picture, God's picture of what your life can be like. And so when you're only meditating on and rehearsing things that you see are as possible in the natural or impossible in the natural, or only possible based on your current abilities or impossible based on all the things that that you've gone through. There's a lot of anxiety. There's a lot of fear. There's a lot of frustration. But when you begin to change the way you think and begin to focus on God's word, guess what? Your reticular activating system begins to connect with that and begins to say, we want more of this. We want to begin to look for more possibility. We want to begin to be open to the things that God has. And you you bring your body, you bring your mind, you bring your soul into alignment through the grace of the Holy Spirit. You bring it into alignment with the truth of God's word. Now, two scriptures I want to give you today um, all about this this whole concept that that I'm talking about here because listen this is so 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 important because the enemies always want to draw your mind to the things that aren't working right the things that are impossible and if you focus only on that it's going to block you literally spiritually emotionally it will it will block you from being able to receive the good things that God is wanting to bring bring to you but when you begin to meditate on scripture, again, you're opening your eyes, your spiritual eyes to all the possibility that God has for you. So here's, here's two things I want to tell you. Number, number one, you got to learn to fix your eyes. And number two, you got to learn to meditate on his word. Now, I want to give you two scriptures. The first is Psalm 19:14, And it says this, may the words of my mouth and the meditations of my heart be pleasing in your sight, O Lord, my rock and my redeemer. So number one, we want to realize that the meditations of our heart, that is the things that we're focused on, the things that our heart is fully convinced of, we want those 
to be pleasing to the Lord. We want those to be his thoughts, his word, his desires for our life, his plans and purposes to, to prosper us and not to harm us, to give us a hope in a future, to be bringing us into the image of Christ, to be maturing us in everything that he has for us. All right, so that, that's the first thing. So you got to train yourself on a regular basis to learn to, to meditate on his word. Now, the second one is Philippians 4.8. And I love this. I have it in the, in the New King James right here. It says, finally, brethren, whatever things are true, whatever things are noble, whatever things are just, whatever things are pure, whatever things are lovely, whatever things are of a good report, if there is any virtue, if there is anything praiseworthy, what? Meditate, or some verses say, think on these things. In other words, what? You need to be spending extended time focusing your thoughts and realigning your heart to the things that God says is true. Because if, if everything that you believe about yourself and, your, and what's possible for you and what you believe about God is not in line with who God actually is and what he actually has promised you in his word, guess what? You are opening yourself up for the fruit of a whole lot of different other stuff that you and I don't want to, you don't want to experience. I want the fruit of the kingdom, not the fruit of anxiety and fear and frustration. No, I want inspiration flowing from me, through me, through the, from the Holy Spirit. I want the peace that passes all understanding. I want to be able to see and hear and feel and sense the things that God is showing me on a regular basis. And I don't want anything to block me from that. So my friend, if you will take the time to, to, number one, fix your eyes on Jesus, the author and finisher of your faith, think on the things that are of his word, and then meditate on those things. That is, plant them in your heart and begin to focus on those. Chew on it, all right? Meditate on it. Really marinate in it. And, and internally, what's going to begin to happen is your heart, your subconscious will begin to shift into alignment with the truth of God's word. Listen, I want to give you a free resource that will help you with this. I've actually got a 30-day printable that you can grab uh, that will help you learn to renew your mind according to God's Word. It's super easy. Uh, it's something you could put in your bathroom or kitchen or at work or wherever. Just little scripture verses and some uh, affirmations that you can say every day that will help to point your heart and your mind toward the promises of God so that you can begin to participate in all the good things that He has for you in his kingdom. Listen, I know as an artist in his kingdom, you want everything that God has for you. And you got to learn to renew your mind to be able to walk in those things. Listen, my friend, thanks for being here. Make sure you like, subscribe, comment on this and all the other videos that are here. And uh, as well as on the podcast, if you're a subscriber there, thank you for, for listening. Uh, make sure that you come back again and again and again to keep being encouraged uh, here on the Thriving Christian Artist Podcast. I love you, my friend. And remember, until next time, you were created to thrive. Bye. Hey, my friend, it's Matt. Listen, just wanted to say thanks for being with me on the podcast today. I hope you'll take a moment to subscribe so you don't miss anything here on the podcast, as well as leave us a review and let us know how much this podcast means to you. Until next time, my friend, I love you. And remember, you were created to thrive. Bye.